Blog Talk Radio. Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your aha moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello everyone, I'm Mari and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And you know I go back and forth between entrepreneurs and light workers, we're all kind of I guess the same thing, the enlightenment part is I guess <laughs> is, is the more important word there. Um, so happy Tuesday and welcome to the show tonight. We're doing a uh, a special show just because, well, this is a this is a last minute um, entry. So for those of you who are listening, and thank you, thank you for running with me. Um, I had massive internet problems all week, and we finally got it fixed this morning. So I finally was able to get emails out and all that kind of stuff. And then I realized, oh my goodness, it's Tuesday, we have a show to do. So I actually, in my meditation this morning, I said, well, what do you guys want to talk about? And uh, the whole thing about signs and destiny and fate came up. And I said, you know, that's a really good one because I keep asking those questions too. So um, I actually channeled some information this morning and it's just sort of been coming in all day. And I'm really looking forward to sharing what I've been uh, getting with you and kind of uh, some nice, easy ways to look at things that you can, you know, kind of take all this mysticism and, and bring it to the modern day life, you know, just practical uses of all this stuff, because it can get pretty esoteric. And, you know, one minute people are saying, oh, well, you know, we create everything and everything's a choice and we create, 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 create. And the other one saying, well, you should surrender, let the universe do it. And then somebody else is saying, well, you know, you should go back and forth. Somebody's saying be really specific about what you want. Somebody's saying no, let the universe tell you what it, you know, what's right for you, what's your destiny, you know, your fate and everything. So we're going to talk all about that. We're going to sort of start to sort it out and give you some um, some direction uh, and some, some ideas to consider for yourself. And I always say that, you know, really listen to this stuff and, Take it as it fits in for you, you know. Uh, one thing I will say is that when you are, when something does come into your consciousness, though, then you're responsible for it. You know, we talk about this whole infinite being um, idea of, you know, there's kind of two versions of us, our, our embodied self, the part of us that's in the little piece of us that's in the symbol of a vessel or a physical body, and then that greater infinite version of ourselves, that big ball of energy um, that kind of helps us to navigate this little embodied self. And um, so there's a lot of, you know, talk about these two aspects of things. And But once you're, if 
if you don't know it, if you've never heard the information or you haven't gotten the answer yet, then you're not really responsible for it, right? How can you be? But if you have heard the answer, you have gotten the insight, your intuition will keep saying the same thing over and over again until you actually um, do that step and then it will reveal the next step to you. So we're going to get into all that kind of stuff. I don't want to get too far into just yet because, you know, we have to do our energy check and our housekeeping, and then we'll get all into that. So um, if you want to call in, and I see you guys are already calling in, so that's terrific. I'm very excited about that. You can call in at 347-215-9485. It's 347215. Nine four eight five. So let's talk about what's going on in the energy because one of the things you always want to do if things are kind of looking a little weird in your world or even if they're not, you're planning on starting a new project or you're you know wondering what's happening, before you start beating yourself up or, or you know, looking into you, check out and see what the planets are doing because it really does make a difference. And I know some people don't believe it, but it really does. Um, and right now, if you're feeling like things are stuck, uh, a lot of emotions running high, um, things are breaking down and going kind of awry, it's because Mercury is in retrograde. And Mercury has been in retrograde for three days already, So, um, and it will continue to be in retrograde for three weeks until August 8th. Um, so that's the time when the planet Mercury uh, looks like it's going backwards around the sun as opposed to forward. It's traveling backwards. And when a planet is retrograding, then various and sundry things can happen. Mercury in particular, and there's some other ones retrograding too, um, but Mercury in particular, uh, you don't want to sign major contracts. Like if you're buying a house or renting an apartment, you don't want to sign a contract during that time. You don't want to make major purchases. You don't want to have major medical work done if you can avoid it. Um, you know, clearly if it's an emergency or if it's a life-threatening thing, of course you should have it done. But um, if if you can put it off, you want to put it off. Um, you don't want to go to the hairdresser for the first time. I know the, the manicurist totally screwed up my nails the other day. I wanted to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I was I was so mad. I know it's not spiritual, right? But, you know, hey, what whatever. I mean, <laughs> she really, ugh. Anyway, it was Mercury retrograde, so I was a little miffed. Let's just put it like that. But anyway, um, if you're if you're feeling out of sorts, uh, or things just feel all around heavy or slow or sluggish, Mercury retrograde is a is a big reason for that. Um, one thing about Mercury retrograde, I always say this whenever I talk about it. So if you've heard me talk about it. Um, over the years that I've been talking about it, you'll always hear me say this. The problems that come along with Mercury retrograde always have a solution that comes up right behind them. So, you know, if something happens, you get a bill or something spooks you or whatever, you have a little, you know, tiff with somebody, the solution is really, really close by. It's not one of those things where it's going to take months and months to fix. It's usually something that's very um, close at hand. So if you just take a good deep breath and just, you know, ask your angels, literally, can you help me get through this, you know, you know, and take a deep breath and just say, no, this is a Mercury in retrograde, which means it's kind of more like veils of illusion than it is permanency. Um, you know, things are just sluggish and going awry. You'll find that the solution comes up really fast. So don't go into all kinds of panic. I see a lot of people do that, especially people who are um, in 
jobs that are based on contra- contracts, like real estate agents. I, I, all my friends who are realtors call me during this time. They say, something going on with Mercury retrograde because all none of my contracts are going through. And, yep, yep, because they, you know, they kind of can't hold up a contract. What you can do in that situation is you can sign the contract twice. You can sign the contract if you have to. But then just know, once the retrograde is over, I would re-sign those contracts so you can kind of start it with a new start date. And uh, that's a little bit of a way around it. But most importantly, you know, you don't want to initiate something. Now, let's say something was already initiated, like you already had put the contract in on the house, but you're going through inspections and all that kind of stuff. You want to definitely double-check to make sure that the inspection, you know, that they catch everything. Um, may even want to have two inspections if you really want to get, you know, anal about it but um you you want to just you just want to make sure that you don't initiate something during mercury retrograde so if it's already been in action then you should be fine if you've if you're just starting literally like you look at a house on you know today and you want to go to contract on friday not so much but if you had been in contract for a week already and now you're in Mercury retrograde and having to make decisions, you're you're okay. So that's just a just a little uh tidbit for you. Now, the other thing that's going on in the energy that um is also a tiresome aspect, not to be a downer, but this is just the way life is. You have your ebbs and flows, um, is the waning moon. So we are in the last day of the moon cycle being waning, meaning that we are getting to a dark moon. So there's almost no moonlight out there. And tomorrow will be a completely dark moon because that's the new moon. And when you have that, um, the new moon is, I'll tell you what the positive stuff is in a, in a minute. But one of the tough parts about the new moon when, it, when we're going, when the, we're at the very tail end of the waning moon, so we have almost no moonlight. We actually need moonlight more than we need sunlight, believe it or not, for our energy, especially women. And so we get really tired. It is very exhausting. I was, I couldn't, today, this morning, I literally never do this. I found myself waiting for the cable people to come and fix my internet. And, and I literally laid on the couch and I just fell asleep for a solid hour and a half. And I just, I just don't ever do that, you know? And I was like, why am I so tired? Yesterday, the same thing. And then whenever that happens, I look at the calendar. Sure enough, it's the last two days before the new moon. So, um, you want to just, just know that it's much easier if it's much easier if you know these cycles and you know how your body responds to them because then you don't beat yourself up for the wrong thing. You know, I could be saying, "Oh, you're not doing this or that, or you need more vitamins." Nah, you just need to wait two days till the moon switches over, and <laughs> you'll be fine. Now, doesn't mean that you shouldn't exercise or take your vitamins or whatever, but I think you guys know what I'm saying. So now, when you put the new, the waning moon and the Mercury in retrograde together, um, it's pretty heavy duty. You know, it's pretty, and we have a couple other things retrograding. I think Uranus is retrograding. There's some other, there's some other massive planet that's retrograding at the same time. Um, which I was looking at the other day, and I'm not going to misquote it, but all I can say is if you want to know what planets are retrograding, go to Google and just, you know, Google it and say retrograding planets or, you know, planets in retrograde, and you'll see all kinds of charts and explanations and all that kind of good stuff. So um, I was writing, working on my book, and I was researching a little bit, and, and I had opened it up. But I think I got a phone call or something, so I don't get all the information just yet. So that's why I'm not giving you every little detail. But just so you know, it's not you if you're feeling sluggish. Okay, so um, when will it get better? Well, tomorrow the new moon is phenomenal for um, 
getting started with things. Now, we just said you can't initiate things during Mercury and retrograde, but it's a great time to start on things that don't require a contractual signature, like starting your book or what's really good is starting an exercise program, starting a, a diet or eating program. That's fabulous. Doing research for a project, you know, working on your projects or whatever it is you're working on that, and then planning to launch them or, or bring them out into the world um, on August 9th after the retrograde is over. So this is a, it's a really great time for cleaning out the basement, for cleaning out the closets, for organizing your bookcases, for getting rid of old clothes. You know, um, I gave away a bunch of laptops the other day um, and books and all kinds of stuff I've been sort of cleaning out myself. So this is a really good time for that. Letting go. If you're working with the energy, you will see that you're creating space. And what and that's what the purpose of these these sort of ebb periods are for is that you create space. It helps you to sort of let go of all the heavy, you know, physical things in your world, but also the heavy emotions and um, you know, any kind of lies or any kind of heavy energy that might be around you that will may flare up. Um, communications, you know, letting go of people in your life who just aren't don't deserve to be in your life anymore <laughs> or who have um, you know, your fair weather friends, your people who, who are kind of here one day and gone the next, that kind of thing, it's time to let them go. And and it's okay. It's not They're not bad or anything like that, but you have to just make room for the new and allow um, that space to, to open up in your world. So that's what this time is all about. By August 9th or so, uh, somewhere between the 9th and the 12th, you see things start to pick up a little bit. Also, one of the other heavy aspects, if you don't already feel bad enough, is it's the summertime. So you got the dog days of summer. So that's also a time where energy sort of wanes because people are, it's a maturation process. It's not like the big, big flamboyant springtime energy and it's not the big harvest energy and abundance energy of the fall. It's the in-between. And we're going to talk about that tonight, the in-between, because that's the part that drives us all nuts. It's the part where you kind of don't have control anymore because you have to allow it to things to grow and shift and change and it's not that razzle dazzle of the the new new growth and it's not the razzle dazzle of the the harvest period so um uh very interesting interesting times indeed so anyway let's get on to our topic for tonight destiny 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 and signs figuring out what's a sign what's not a sign now we've talked about this in the past, but I wanted to talk to this, talk about this in respect to this whole, um, whole idea of, of destiny and fate, and should we, you know, how much control do we really have, and is fate overriding us, and all that kind of stuff. So the first question that most people ask is, should you create and be specific? I mean, do we really have the capacity to create our world? And the answer is absolutely yes. You absolutely have the capacity to create what's in your life, and in fact, you do. You choose, and based on your choice, and based on your focus, and based on your focus with emotions behind it, you uh, create your world. Now, that works really, really well with the negative stuff. (laughs) And I hate to say it like this, but most of us are very focused in directions that aren't particularly what we want to create because this whole creation energy is neutral. It has no idea whether something is good or not so good. You know, uh, to a funeral director, somebody passing away is 
yahoo, we get to eat this weekend and my kid gets to go to college because this person died to the people who's, who's the family member of the person who died. It's the most tragic thing that ever happened. So, you know, to the universe, it's neutral. You know, it's it's a neutral it's a neutral thing. Okay, somebody crossed over. Well, you know, it's one man's abundance and another man's loss. I mean, it is that's it's just a neutrality that's there. So when you are looking at um, at your world and what you're creating, understand that your thoughts are really powerful. I'm sure you've heard that before. Your whatever you focus on is creating. And if you are swimming back and forth between positive and positive or belief and disbelief, belief and disbelief, or contrary this and, you know, and contrasting that, what you're doing is sort of creating both directions. So that's why things will go up and then they'll go down and then they'll go up and then they'll go down. Now, there are things that seem to defy um, the reason, you know, reasons and all that kind of stuff. And it gets a little heavy. And we'll talk about that when we um, get more time on the other side of the break. But from the beginning um, point that we're going to start with this conversation tonight, should you create and be specific? The answer is yes. And then the other answer, the other question that is asked often is, should you let go and let the universe tend to it or do it? And the answer is yes. <laughs> so now we have two yeses. Well, where's the no? Well, here's the thing. If you know what your role is, then you can stick to your role, stay in your lane, as Simon Kyle, uh, Cowell said on uh, Idol. He used to say, you know, pick a lane and get in your lane and stay in your lane. That's what they all say on those, those, uh, you know, TV shows, those, uh, what do you call it, entertainment shows. They say stay in the lane. Stay in your lane. Pick a lane. So it's like pick a genre, pick a niche. That's what we say in business. Well, when you choose something that you desire to create, let's say you want a new job. Or let's say you want, um, oh, I don't know, a, a new house. I always use the house one. Um, and so you get really specific about what you desire. You know, you want, you want, do you want, what do you, what do you want? You want a penthouse? You want a condo? You want a single-family home? You want a two-family home? You want to, you know, a big house, a little house? You want a cottage? You want a bungalow? What do you, you know, what do you want what do you really desire is really the question what do you desire and that can be a really fun process because that's where you know you're sort of in the process of creating so you're calling out the details and how you want it how you want it to look well you also want to go into another level of detail which is how you want to feel when you're in it you want to feel safe you want to feel abundant you want to feel in love you want to you want this to be a sanctuary. You want this to be a party house where you're entertaining all the time. You want it to be all of the above. You want it to be filled with, you know, natural things or you want it to be very modern, you know, because you want to feel minimalist because you want to feel organized and light. You want it to be very zen or you want it to be very French or you want it to be Italian or whatever, right? How do you, but how do you want to feel in it? So it's not just I want it to be French. It's, well, how are you going to feel because it's that way? Are you going to feel, you know, um, I don't know, aligned with France? Are you going to feel artistic? Are you going to feel inspired? Are you going to feel calm or, you know, all these different things? <coughs> Excuse me. When you start to um, envision your whatever it is you desire and then you add the emotion, what you're doing is you're adding fertilizer. It's like the miracle growth. 
okay, if they were in the garden. So the first thing you're doing is planting the seed. I want the house, and I want, and and you're choosing what kind of seed you're planting. You know, are you planting a rose bush, a hydrangea, a wisteria? What are you, what are you planting? A daisy? You know, so you have to pick out what you're planting. You're not just going to throw, throw seeds in the ground without what the seed is. So that's where your detail does come in. Now, once you plant it, and you, there's a there's sort of a an expectation that there's stuff on your stuff your list of things to do for it and then there's stuff on the other on the other side's list of things to do for it and so you have yes you've planted your seed now it's it's there for you to allow it to grow now um you do have to tend to it right you do have to water it it needs its sun it needs its fertilizer it needs its you know et cetera et cetera however um the actual growth part where it cracks open and starts to move and grow is the universe's job. That's not your job. That's God's job, the universe, or whatever. So that expansion part is the universe's job. Once it's matured, and it lets you know it's matured by the way it looks, the way it, you know, the fruit's hanging off of it and all that other stuff, and the time of year, and et cetera, et cetera, then you know it's time for you to harvest. So you get an inspiration to harvest. You know. It's a knowing to harvest. It's not. It's an inspiration, then a knowing. You know, that's why a lot of farmers celebrate the harvest. You've got the grapes and the, you know, they're picking the lavender and all kinds of different things. You've got the harvest part. And that's when we, when the farmers know, okay, this is where we step back in. But that in-between part is not for you to step in. Now, this is easier said than done. I know. But when you know what your role is, then you can understand why we have sometimes where they're saying, yes, create, be specific, and then also let go. And let you know, let it be, because it's two different parts of the same process. Now, when we have that in mind, it becomes a little bit easier to deal with because it doesn't feel like, okay, I'm allowed to be in control, and now I'm not allowed to be in control. Like, what's that? It's not a matter of control; it's a matter of your role. So, when we get on the um, other side of the break, we're going to take some calls, and we're going to talk more about this and talk about fate and um, and how you know when you're on the right track because. You know, it's planting a seed is one thing, it's a little concrete, but all these things that are going on in our world, a lot of times they're just not that easy to figure out. So we're going to talk more about that. If you'd like to call in, you can at 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari, you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we will be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. 
Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Being You Changing the World invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before. So, are you willing to step up? Are you willing to truly be you? Then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you. I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires? Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and today we are talking all about destiny and signs and 
kind of just getting a little bit further along in how you create with all this energy stuff. And um, this is something, like I had said, in my meditation this morning or my channeling session, I like to call them, uh, I was getting a lot of information about this, so I decided to share it all with you guys. So if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-215-9485. And let's talk a little bit more about this, and then we'll start taking a call or two. Um, what I want to talk about literally what this destiny thing is because people do refer to it and it does in a sense exist. Um, there's kind of three pieces as it was described to me this morning. And the first is your Akashic record. So um, when I, when we do the Akashic readings and stuff, um, you do have a record of your soul's journey and that you know houses all the information about your past lives and what you do in between past lives as well. Um, and it kind of gives you some information on, you know, where you've been and kind of origins of things, origins of longstanding issues, origins of relationships, and that type of thing. Um, it does not really give you future predictions. It's not going to say, well, you are destined to do this or you are destined to do that. Um, it really allows you to focus on free will and that's the second part of this you always have the choice in free will now we all come in with soul groups we all have these soul groups where um we kind of plan you know who we're going to be and who we're going to meet with and you know who's going to be our parents and who's going to be our sisters and brothers and boyfriends and girlfriends and all that kind of good stuff and you know we we sort of come in with all with this plan and then when we meet people as who are part of our soul group um you know, some play romantic roles and heroine roles and hero roles and some play villains in our lives to help us learn different things and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, there's various sundry lessons that they might come in with, little pocket of lessons for us. Um, a lot of times you're dealing with a twin flame energy or, you know, a major relationship energy. And there's some heavy-duty lessons that can come along with, with those types of relationships. Um, not always in a straight line as we would like it to be or as we might fantasize for it to be. We usually hold lessons for each other when we're in those big kind of, ep I call them epic relationships, those big karmic relationships, um, and things ebb and flow. But that that soul group um, activity and the plan that you kind of put in place while you're waiting to come into this lifetime always has the out clause of your free will. So you always have the choice to follow kind of what you had planned to outline or you have a choice to shift gears and do something different or not do anything at all. So what is the destiny part of it? Well, what it really is is the part of our life that our infinite being can see. So that's our big version of ourselves, that big ball of energy. You know, like I say, we have our consciousness, which is that big ball of energy, that big us, the, our real, true, full self. And then we have our embodied self, which is the conscious mind, the four walls of the conscious mind, that vessel that we have that we're navigating. So, you know, me as Mariana or my producer as Sam or you as whoever you are, you know, your body, your basic conscious uh, mind is the piece that's, you know, navigating this this whole thing. Well, the destiny part is just the plan that your infinite being is aware of. It's kind of the overarching blueprint. It's kind of like the big blueprint for the house. Now you're stuck in the bathroom, focused on the bathroom walls. And, you know, and they're saying, well, you know, that bathroom, you hadn't really planned to put the bathroom over there. 
You actually plan to put the bathroom over here, and that makes more sense because it's connected over here to the kid, to the to the other room, and this is in between the other two bedrooms, and you know all these types of things. But if you can't see the whole plan, which in the four walls of your conscious mind you can't, you have to rely on the architect to let you know what the plan actually means and what was on the plan. Now, it doesn't mean that as the client, you can't say, well, you know what? I understand that's where we might have planned that bathroom, but guess what? I want it over there. That's it. I want it over there. I'm changing my mind, and I'm putting over there. That would be your free will. That would be your choice. Okay, But when we're talking about destiny, we're talking kind of about the plan that you had sort of originally outlined Okay, and the players that you originally outlined with. Now, you have many plans because there's many aspects of you, many versions of you. We call those parallel lives and parallel selves, and they call them doppelgangers and twin selves, another day and another radio show. So there's lots of different directions you can go and lots of information you can pull from. And the plan is way bigger than just, you know, kind of like what you would see on the blueprint for one house. But that destiny part, when it, when it start, when you when something happens in your life and it feels like destiny, what it's telling you is, yeah, 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 that was on the plan. It will feel like alignment. Now, we like to call it divine alignment, where your physical being is in alignment with your destiny or with your divine plan, kind of the basic outline of that plan. Now, do you need to know every single aspect of the plan? No, because as you go, your intuition lets you know if you're on the right track or not. Now, let's say you're in a, a relationship and it starts to go awry. And your, you know, your normal way of handling it would be to say, oh, forget that person. Ah, forget it. I'm out. I'm not going to even be bothered. But this particular situation just feels like you're supposed to wait it out and hang in there and not necessarily just jump ship. And so you start to ask your intuition and all the signs that are coming back to you are patience, you know, timing, divine timing, wait patience, you know, walk away for now, open for later, that kind of thing. But there's a part of you that says, nope, I got to chop it off, got to cut it off, got to cut it off. Is that your intuition or is that your ego or what we call a shadow self, someone, a portion of you that's been hurt in the past that's afraid and doesn't want to go with the plan, wants to just sort of shut down now to cut your losses to avoid being hurt? Well. That's not part of the destiny. That's part of what we call a paradox or duality. That's part of our more of our shadow self that sort of stands in the background of this big, bigger plan and says, you know, and gives us some trouble, gives us, uh, you know, the, that's the fear part, the guilt part, the anger part, the regret part, the, the looping and the spinning, I call it, the looping and the spin, you know. The spin of, of you know, fear can make you make some really sort of not so good decisions you know, and come to some conclusions that just may not be correct. Um, and correct being, you know, a part of the plan. So how do you know if some if the sign is actually on the destiny plan or if the sign is kind of a false sign on the ego or the paradox uh, duality plan? Well, it's how you feel. So if a sign is on the destiny plan, what you're going to do is feel a sense of knowing. Even if your head says, but that it doesn't kind of make sense, but it just feels right. It feels like, well, it, it, feels, it, feels, it feels unlikely in my head, but it feels in my heart like that's probably true. Um, 
it might feel you'll feel it in your solar plexus you know true knowing true well that's the word that we're looking for the truth is always a knowing it's and uh, the truth is always found in your solar plexus. So physiologically, the truth is always kind of in your, around your belly button in your solar plexus. And it also can be like from your heart down to like the sacral chakra, which is, um, you know, in your pelvic area. And that is where it's kind of your litmus test. That's your truth. Now, when you start hearing things in your head, over and over and over again, and it starts to feel like heavy, heavy energy, and it spins you, you know, like, okay, you get this truth, you know it in your solar plexus, it's feeling right, like, you know what, I need to just have temperance, I need to just be patient with this, I need to shift gears and change focus, because I need this, this particular situation needs time to grow under the soil, in the darkness, you know, it's planted, not buried, we've talked about that on other shows, it just needs its time to percolate, this is like a relationship that needs time for expansion, and isn't going to be, you know, in the razzle-dazzle phase right now, maybe it looked like it was, but it's going kind of back underground to, it's being pruned maybe, and reconfigured or something. Well, this can happen with a job, it can happen with a, you know, relationship, in a personal relationship, it can happen with, you know, a variety of things. But it seems like it's a stall, right? It seems like you were on the right track and then all of a sudden the bottom drops out. Well, if in your solar plexus you, know, you get this knowing and you start to ask the questions and all the signs in your environment are coming up like patience, change gears, focus elsewhere for a while, temperance, all that, your anxiety level about I have to control it, I have to control it, I have to know now, I have to be solidified, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to. That's not coming from your solar plexus. That's coming from your head. That's coming actually. The false guidance comes, and I physiologically the way it's been shown to me, the false guidance is never in your body. It's outside of your head, kind of where your scalp is, like your hairline, where your forehead meets your hair. If you just took an angle Put your hand in on an angle and go straight out. That's where, and just right above your head, almost like a caption of a cartoon. That's where all that anxiety goes, okay? Now, when you start to attach to it, you feel it in your throat. You feel it in your upper chest because it changes your breathing. It gets stuck there. It gets stuck there. Maybe your heart starts to hurt, like as in sadness, right? And then it starts to churn. It starts to churn. And if it does get down to your solar plexus, it feels very like you're feeling sickly. You know, it feels very tight. It doesn't feel like that kind of deep, solid knowing. When you're getting a knowing, it's way deep. And knowing can happen in two places, okay? So the anxiety part is outside of you, up high. The knowing is deep within you, and it's inside your body. It's almost like at the where your the back of your spine, like in front of your spine, within your body, deep in your body. There's this knowing. Now, the other place that you'll find knowing is in every cell of your body. So your body will get goosebumps all over. You'll get a chill. It's like, woof. That's right. That feels right. That feels right. Now, what happens? What we get into the trouble is. When we are in that zone of that knowing that feels right, I'm, I'm at peace, I feel, you know, you sleep really well when you've gotten that knowing, You that's another way you'll know, you just get a really good sleep in because you've just like whoosh, settled yourself down. Um, so that sort of sits and that's your knowing, okay? When that anxiety, though, those shadow selves, the ones that have had, 
you know, trauma and drama in the past. They've, you know, they've, they're the ones who are going to say, oh no, can't trust it. Can't trust the last time you trusted. Guess what? Guess what happened? You know, you got screwed over. That that person did you wrong or this situation didn't work out. And it, so it looks like the old one. And you got to be careful. You have that, that hysteria. Okay. You have that hysteria. And then that starts to, to overlay and starts to sort of travel down those upper pieces of your body. It goes from your the outside of you and that goes into your head and you're starting to feel it in your throat. You start to feel that churning in your chest and it's tight and then you start to feel those butterflies and you start to feel anxious and shake and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of infiltrating. That's not the knowing that I'm talking about. Okay, That's called an anxiety attack. <laughs> all right, And you know the difference. there Now, now if now the way that you shift that is to just close your eyes, take a nice deep breath, and there's two angels that you can ask for in particular to help you. One is Archangel Uriel, U-R-I-E-L, and the other is Archangel Jeremiel, J-E-R-E-M-I-E-L. Both of them are for emotional healing, emotional stability, for easing anxiety, for finding peace of mind. The third archangel who you can call on to help you with all of this is Archangel Michael because Archangel Michael will cut the cords that are attached to other people or situations and he'll stop that feed of that anxiety that you're feeling that's going into your body so that you can hear your intuition and feel it and know it and receive it more accurately without all of the clutter. Okay, When you're in that space of that knowing, everything can happen really, really fast. Because when we're talking about manifesting, people get kind of frustrated because it's like, well, you know, I thought I was supposed to do all this creating and everything, and now it's taking a long time to come, and I don't know what to do with that. And uh, and one of the reasons why it takes a long time to come is because we flip back and forth between this deep knowing and this absolute hysterical panicking and or or even marginal panicking. Any marginal panic it starts to erode your ability to receive the knowing and therefore your ability to receive the the true result that was on the plan. Okay? So your result on the plan can happen instantly. The thing that you desire can happen instantly if everything is in alignment, meaning that all of your feelings, thoughts and emotions are in alignment with what it is you want. If you are spinning looping and all that, you're undermining it. So it goes not like you're not going to get it, but it goes on hold until you stop the looping and you get into alignment and then everything is neutral. Because remember, you know, if you're whatever you're commanding out onto that grid, whatever you're commanding into your experience is manifesting and it's neutral. It doesn't know one way or the other. It's like, okay, she wants this. She wants to be in this situation, and well, you know, we've got a lot to arrange for that situation to happen. There's somebody over here who needs a lot of maturing. There's somebody over here she needs maturing. There's a, a, some some circumstances and things, and so this may be, you know, as best we could do this. So six months down the road, but now she's for the next six months she's hysterical panicking. So, um, okay, so do we need to feed this panic because that seems to be her dominant vibration? That seems to be her dominant focus is this panic. Oh, she didn't get the job. Oh, she's uh, but we have this perfect job right over here. It's just we got to configure this and this and this. The other person has to go on maternity leave. This person has to realize they want to quit. This da, 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 da. But she's over here. She's panicking. She's freaking out. So what 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 do we fulfill? Well, we can only fulfill what's the most dominant thing in her vibration. Well, right now she's panicked, so we got to help her continue to panic. 
if or she's lost focus. Or you can ask, start to ask, please help me to get focused. Please help me to stay grounded. Please help me to, to get more information and bring it down. Then you're going to be putting out onto that grid, okay, the positive emotion is going towards the positive result and we're in alignment. Now, one of my friends said to me, why is it that everybody who hits the lottery is broke? <laughs> and one of the things that happens when you're in that kind of dire straits is that you get very, very focused on the fact that you have to have money now. There is no judgment anymore. There's no anything. It's just I have to go up now. This is 100% everything is in alignment. There's no, well, maybe I shouldn't get it from the lottery because I didn't, you know, they didn't take use my law degree or maybe I shouldn't, you know, uh, do it because this isn't admirable. Whatever. You, fo- you just focus on survival. And that puts them in complete and total alignment with no blocks, no judgment. And boom, there it is. So the minute that you you eliminate all the distractors and you give it a clean space, it'll show up faster than you could ever imagine. But most of us, what we do is we get very caught up. We have a lot of judgments and opinions and worries and other overarching things and you know past situations dictating our future and all that kind of stuff. So we're coming into our second break and we're going to take the break and then uh, I am going to take your call. So if you're waiting on the line, please don't hang up. Uh, this will be a short break. And um, if you'd like to call in, if you have questions about this topic, I'd love to hear them. It's 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. We'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now.
Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Radio show, and we've been talking today about destiny and signs and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> and uh, I know we have a couple of callers, so let's go to the call lines because we just have a few minutes left before the show ends. Uh, Karen, how are you tonight? Hi, thank you for taking my call, Marnie. What a blessing! Hello, hi, <laughs> hi. Hello. What's your question? Um, my question is, you know, in the last year, I've, I've I realize I'm, you know, planting a lot of seeds, and um, I've got my artistic gift. I've got um, this other business I was doing, but I'm also looking for a job, and I'm finding that in all of the possibilities now, I'm in confusion, and there's no money coming in, there's no job opportunities, and I'm starting to question. You know, I'm trying to pay attention and pray every day and ask for signs from. So I, I'm just I'm in that state of um, not knowing. Is there something you could tell me that might help me, or who I could pray to, or as far as my career, or which way I should be going? Well, I think Archangel Well is the best and my uh, That that particular angel is uh, he's all really good for relationships, but that. Really um, the other thing is to make sure that Marnie, I'm sorry, I can't hear you at all, dear. Okay. I, we're in retrograde, I guess, for sure. It's cutting out, so I didn't catch the name. I'm thinking you said Uriel? No. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. Um Okay, that that was kind of weird. Yeah, that was weird. Samuel. C H A M E U L. Samuel. Oh, that's beautiful. I've never heard of him. Or is for um, careers and life purpose and soulmates, twin flames. And so Archangel Samuel is the one who can help you, you know, getting your head wrapped around or getting your heart wrapped around. Uh, your purpose and and uh, you know sorting through all of that. Now, as far as what you're going through, I think it's like an ongoing thing with you. So yeah, I feel like I sabotage myself. So I think that's a lot of questions and not a lot of people don't really want to 
They don't really, they think they want an answer, but they kind of don't want an answer. So, the best way to not keep asking so many Sam is saying I'm breaking up again. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I lost you again. That's okay. So. Now? Okay, now I can hear you again. I don't know. My Skype is acting. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, okay. So, let's wrap this question. <laughs> you know, the technical stuff. And that would be, you want to make sure that you're willing to receive that come in. And sometimes, get panic cricket that we're not going to answer asking questions, 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 the question, when silence is actually So it feels to me like you need to go out of state for a purpose and just sit yourself, you know, the day to receive. So you can do your asking on like a Monday. Then say, okay, I'm going to take two days or don't ask anything. I'm just going in your mind to just taking every insight, every time, you know, and following whatever time you get. But that's me. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I guess I'm not supposed to hear this message. <laughs> I can't hear you at all, darling. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping I can call back and listen on on the replay because I, I completely didn't hear anything that you Okay. That's bizarre. <laughs> now? Pardon me? Can you hear me now? Uh, still cuts out a bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Have a good night. We'll try this again. Call the next We'll try it again. <laughs> no problem, darling. Thank you. Namaste. And... Okay. You know what? Before we lose all of our technology, let me just see. Are we... Still on. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Very interesting. Well, let me just answer her question since now we Sam says that we're okay with the, the technical stuff. And that is when you're asking a lot of questions um, because you're trying to get answers about things that are really making you feel anxious, uh, it's important to give the universe a chance to give, get a word in edgewise. So one of the best exercises you can do is to ask questions um uh, is to ask questions on like one day of the week and then say, okay, I'm not going to ask any questions today. I'm just going to be willing to receive. And that receiving might feel like so- just silence and like you're not getting anything, but if you just give it a little bit, you'll start to get insights. You might um, get some interesting dreams. Just keep a little notebook in your pocketbook or in your pocket or by your nightstand and just be willing to receive for a few days without panic and just value yourself. I'm not going to panic. I'm going to let myself just be with this. I'm allowed to start freaking out in two days from now. But for today and for tomorrow, I'm going to be at peace. I'm just going to let myself be with this, and I'm just going to give it some space. And then I will get, um, you know, then you'll start to see the answers flow. It's like you have to give the other person in the conversation, you know, space to get a word in edgewise. It's the same when you're having the conversation with the universe, when especially when you're doing working on manifesting and things that you really want, and especially things like jobs and relationships, things that really get us going in a spin, you know, that really have a lot of power because we want them so much, you know. But that desperate energy and that, you know, constantly pushing and prodding and prying and questioning and, you know, is usually a response to some pretty heavy-duty anxiety. 
and uh, I've been there, I know it well, and you feel kind of panicked, you know, And it, but always just know that if you call on the angels, you can literally say, anti-anxiety angels, please surround me, I need a million of you, I need, you know, two million angels around me, please soothe my heart, please soothe my solar plexus, please just soothe all of my chakras and help me to find balance and help me to hear you and know you and and, and receive you and perceive you so that I can, you know, move forward in the quickest way possible. And then just be quiet. You know, give it a couple of days just to be quiet. And you'll see that things will start to shift. And the more space you give them, the more um, your answers will come more quickly. I'm not saying it's, you know, I'm not saying that it's uh, easy. It's very simple. It may not be easy, but it's very, very simple. If you can't get through two full days, 10 minutes is a good start. But 10 conscious minutes of, I am not going to ask for the next 10 minutes. I'm not going to say, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What should I do? Maybe I should do something. I'm just going to be for 10 minutes and then extend it to 20 minutes if you have to go that small. Or if you can do a day, then you're, you know, that's even better, you know, or anything in between. But when you're making that conscious choice, that's that's the empowered choice. So, um, so hopefully that that will help uh, Karen in Toronto. And uh, I think Karen, according to Sam, I think that was your line. Something was going on with your line because so far we haven't had any major issues. So, um, I think that's going to be it for tonight. And we are going to. Um, I think yeah, I think that's going to be it for tonight. I just wanted to see if I had any more notes because. With Mercury and retrograde, I don't want to lose the technology <laughs> just in case something goes wrong. I don't want to get into another topic or another sentence and then we lose you and then we have even more issues. So anyway, I want to say just hang in there. Be at peace. Allow yourself a few days of just receiving. You know, it, it'll really surprise your angels and guides and they'll come like Christmas morning. I know I've done this and it's been really, really, really helpful. So remember, one ask day one receive day, or one ask day, two receive days, or one ask day, and three receive days. How about that? Could you imagine having Christmas for three days instead of just one? Just by allowing yourself to be. Just be. And that can be in nature. That can be doing something fun. That can just be allowing yourself to focus on whatever mundane things you have to do during your day. If you have to sweep the floor, just sweep the floor. And, like, kind of be with the broom. <laughs> you know, if you're feeding the, the animals, you're feeding your cats, your dogs, or whatever, just, just you know, be with the friskies or the gravy train or whatever. Don't try to, you know, check out and figure your whole world out. It will happen a lot quicker if you just let it alone. So, until next week, you know what I always like to say because it's the truth. You truly can have exactly what you want, and you absolutely deserve it too. Have a great night, everybody. See you next week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there